Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, hey, what's going on? This is Bree, and you're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I am the host of the show and I'm also the founder of browngirlselfcare.com. I want to have a conversation today based on a recent experience that I had. And I felt that this conversation was like very timely, very appropriate, very relevant. And um, so I'll get into kind of what spurred this topic. But first of all, let's go ahead and say what the topic is, which is a question I want to ask you is how do you accept help or compliments or gifts? Like, what does that look like for you? How does that feel? when someone is reaching out to you as an act of compassion or generosity or kindness um, or, or love? Like, how does it feel for you to receive or accept or the thought of accepting help, accepting a compliment, accepting gifts, okay? So um, today I want to share my thoughts about that, how I feel about it, and um, because I do think that us allowing ourselves to to receive love or receive kindness um, in the form of like you know someone offers help and you accept their help or or even raising your hand and saying you need help you know what I mean or compliments or gifts being able to accept that those to me are a form of self-care now I will say that I am by no stretch of the imagination and by no means a licensed professional but you know, I feel like as a black woman that's doing her best to intentionally rise after years and years and years and years of, of shrinking and playing small for like, really for like a big chunk of my life, I feel like I can be open with you about my journey um, if it can be used to to pour into you. To, to, to help you rise as we are on this on this path. So I'll say this, being intentional about my self-care and understanding its importance doesn't mean that I that I now get like everything quote unquote right. To be clear, I don't consider myself to be a, a broken woman, but I realize that um, what it means for my life to be, I, 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 I understand like how life-changing it can be to be self-aware while still showing myself grace and love and compassion and support, um, you know, while still deciding if there's an area of my life where, <clears throat> excuse me, I can show up as like a more mature version of myself. 
that for me is 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 it's what growth is all about like me again not saying that I'm broken you know I'm not saying that but just being able to say you know what I'm ready to I keep saying the word elevate like every it seems like every episode I'm saying elevate arise and I just feel like that's that's what I'm doing this year like I'm just trying to um just show up as a as the best version of Brie that I possibly can from day to day. Not the perfect version of Brie, but the best, being the best that I can be in, on any given day. And that takes maturity and that takes wisdom and that takes growth and applying, you know, once we learn a lesson and being able to apply that to our lives, right? And honestly, I think that is why we sometimes have tests and challenges is because there's something that is needing to be learned or explored about ourselves or how we think or how we move or how we react. Um, so case in point, okay, let's go ahead and get to the meat and potatoes here. <laughs> so recently I had a couple of, um, I was like on my phone one day, this is very recent, this is very fresh, and um, I had noticed a pay, like I had like two PayPal notifications hit my account and it was unexpected. I didn't really, so I, so I, so in other words, someone, one person sent me like two PayPal's and they were again, unexpected. And I'm like, mm, okay, may, I need to figure out who this is, but come to find out this person had reached out to me and sent me a message and let me know that they had neglected to pay for a service. Like there was some kind of mix up or something that it wasn't an intentional thing. How I didn't notice this, let me tell you, this is one of the reasons why I'm working on my, my finances <laughs> this year, but that's not the point of this episode. Okay. But again, it wasn't an intentional thing, but it just, there was something that had happened with the transaction. They realized that I had never received the money for the services I provided. And so they sent over um, you know, the PayPal to like an invoice, they paid their invoice basically another time. The, 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 the thing that was odd to me was that there was a second transaction where they had kind of given me an extra amount of money intentionally as a way of saying like, you know, here's, here's a tip because you know, my bad, I made a mistake. Um, it went on for a long time. I realized it and let me just kind of bless you for my mistake. That that's what it was, right? So I was fine with the first amount once I figured out what it was for, but then the second amount, like that, that tip is what tripped me up. Does that make sense? That tip, like, like that extra bonus amount is where I, it tripped me up. And so it got me to thinking. So first of all, let me tell you how I reacted. All right. So I ended up reaching back out to her and just, you know, saying, no, you don't need to send this to me. Um, and I sent her the money back, like the second transaction. I sent her that portion back. Now, how can I how can I say this? I don't believe there was anything inherently wrong with sending her the money back. My point is the mindset behind the why did I do it? Like, what was my initial gut reaction for someone blessing me with extra and me sending it back? Does that make sense? Like, why did I do that? And I realized that I was coming from a place where it was just like, no, 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 you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. You didn't earn that. Um, and so send it back. Like, it was more of like a, like, I didn't feel like I, I deserved 
to be blessed in that way. So that got me to thinking, like, why? Why did I feel like that? And if you have a challenge with accepting compliments, if you have a challenge with accepting, you know, like it feels awkward or like you, you, you don't like to raise your hand and ask for help. You don't like to show or you don't like to ask people to like chip in or pitch in and help out. You don't want to, to, um, be like an inconvenience or a burden to someone else. Does this like does is this making sense? Like it's hard for you to to receive a compliment or love or a gift or a kind word or things of that nature or help because it just is so it's foreign for some reason. It just doesn't resonate with you on that right like the way that it would for someone else. Hopefully this is making sense. So again, it got me to thinking and I came up with like three I guess syndromes <laughs> um, that I've identified based on my personal life experience and I'm talking to you about this because I'm sure that at, at least some point in your life you've kind of felt at least one of these three ways, okay? And I'm sure that there's more, but these are ones that I really identified with at some point in my life and so I want to kind of talk about these three specific things, all right? So, the first one is um, that I identified, again, based on my personal experiences, I don't want to owe nobody nothing syndrome. <laughs> and that sounds funny saying that, but, like, I don't want to owe nobody nothing. That That's how I felt. So, like, it was like, for me, in certain points of my life, it was like gifts and, like, acts of kindness and things like that they were kind of they felt like a binding contract they felt like a like like for okay so for example like if a man like when you go out like when you go out on a date and I know you've experienced this and it's sad that we've experienced this but like when you go out on a date with a guy and they expect sex after paying for your meal like, you would think that that's just an act of kindness. They want to get to know you. They take you out to eat. But then it's obvious that they're expecting something in return. After the the after the after bill has been paid, it's like, okay, I've given you this. What what you got for me? What you going to give to me? Or, like, an, an, um, excuse me, I'm stuttering a little bit. Like, an abusive parent that expects your loyalty and your love because... You know, as they say, they put a roof over your head and clothes on your back. So, number one, it's hard because it's like, I don't want to owe nobody nothing syndrome. That kind of hardens your heart and guards you um, from experiencing life the way it was meant to be experienced because you're closed off. You're closed off. People expect things from you and it just having that hanging over your head. Like it just feels, it just feels gross and manipulative and unsettling. Those are the three words that come to mind when, when, I, like if someone gives you a gift, to me a gift is something that is given out of the kindness of your heart with no strings attached. Or when you're showing somebody love, it's with no strings attached, no expectation of anything in return. Um, 
so I can see why I had experienced syndrome number one. I don't want to owe nobody nothing because if you've gotten used to things coming with a price, you've gotten used to experiences and, and things you've been given coming to you with an expectation, like a, a return on that person's investment in one way or another, it just it just starts to feel fake and 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 just gross. Hopefully that makes sense. So that's that's number one. Um, number two is the I can do it by myself because I always have in the past syndrome. I'm gonna say that again. I can do it by my damn self. Okay, I added damn. I can do it by myself because I always have in the past. So again, accepting gifts and kindness and asking for help. In this case, it 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 means that you are weak because you have built up a guard after being let down countless times. I can't tell you how many times that I have just been so disappointed by other people that they either just really didn't have it to give or they made it seem like they did, but then they didn't come through for what, like they just, like when you put your trust in someone and they just, they just don't come through or they just let you down, um, so you kind of build up that wall after build after being let down so many times. It could be the again parenting relationships, um, uh, relationships with friends, relationships with a partner, um, expectations on the job. It's just like you you just kind of build up this wall because you've been let down so many times to where you're just like you know what. I'm not going to even ask for help. I'm not going to even expect anything. I can do everything by myself. I've always had to do everything by myself. And I, you know, I got this, you know, or you just believe like you always have to be strong or you feel like if no one can do it to your high expectations, then you might as well do it yourself because a lot of us have that kind of like perfectionist, um, just that, that, that trait or characteristic of, perfectionism and holding on to control and if it's not done to your specifications then it just just forget it I'll just do it myself so again I can do it all by myself because I always have in the past like that's so loaded you know that is so loaded and I really identify with that one so that's why I want to mention that one and then also number three getting into the third one is I'm not deserving of this level of kindness or expense syndrome I'll repeat that. I'm not deserving of this level of kindness or expense. So that was another thing for me. It was hard to accept compliments or help because there were times where I just didn't feel good enough about who I was to receive, you know, this act of kindness or this gift or this compliment or this help or this, this in other words, this sign of beauty, this show of beauty from others. Um, and it's crazy because I can tell you right now, if you have struggled with this or if you are struggling with this right now, girl, you don't see what everybody else sees. I don't even have to see you to know that you are amazing and incredible and beautiful and loving and giving and deserving and worthy and capable, right? I already know. 
I already know it. I don't have to even see you to know that you are all these things and more words than I can even take the time to put into this podcast episode. But in, in, our, in our eyes, sometimes we just don't feel like we're good enough to warrant. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle. I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Receiving such a thing as a 
a compliment or this gift or this act of compassion or this help, right? All we can see are like our mistakes and our and our shortcomings. And we find it just impossible to believe that anybody could find or see the beauty in who we are. Um, and we also find it impossible that someone would genuinely be thoughtful enough to want to do something for us with no strings attached, right? So we feel like we're not deserving of this gift or this, or, or, or this certain, like if it's expensive, like we're not, we feel like I'm not worth, worthy of this. It's too expensive. Or if someone says something so nice, like we're like, I'm not worthy of that, you know? So whichever one resonated with you, and maybe all of them resonated with you, you know? I just feel like we just, like, speaking again from personal experience, it's like, it's like you're wrapped up in a, co a cocoon, and you just, you badly want to be so free from it, but it just feels impossible at times. I know that I, I struggle with this, I struggled with it, and sometimes I still do struggle with it, but I know for a fact I struggle with it at times because, you know, growing up black, right, and being a black woman we have this unique set of experiences that no one could ever, ever know of or understand outside of, you know, outside of our community. They, they, they don't, they don't get it. They don't get it. And it's, and it, I, it makes sense because unless you've walked a mile in a black woman's shoes, you really just, you, you might think you know, or you might know a bit of it, but you'll never know the, you'll never understand like the full struggle, right? So, of course, besides, you know, my, my, my two go-tos all the time, and I'm going to say them again here, spending time with God, getting into his word and his promises um, as an act of healing, and also, you know, going to therapy. I was thinking like, what are some other things that might be helpful to think about if this is something that you just keep kind of bumping your head against the wall over or you're you just you, you want to break free but you're just not really sure where to start so I have like two thoughts here okay I have two thoughts but first let me say this you know I'm talking about being able to open yourself up to receive which takes a lot of vulnerability. I can't even say the word. That's how much it takes. Like it takes a lot of vulnerability to be able to let your guard down and be open to receiving. I'm not saying that this is an easy thing to do. And I think that we should be okay with doing more of that. The more we get comfortable with it, it's not like an easy thing. Like, okay, today, bam, you know, I, <laughs> I it's easy now. I'm not saying that, but I think that it will become easier and we are allowed we should we should get to a point where we can allow ourselves to to be able to receive because we're worth that but i want to say this and be perfectly clear okay um i'm talking about being open to receive but please 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 hear me when i say that it's okay to be discerning it's okay to be discerning. God gave us the spirit of discernment for a reason, okay? And if something doesn't feel like you know in your spirit or in your gut 
when something doesn't feel right. So I want you to know you do not have to be accepting of any, just any old thing. If it doesn't feel right, it probably doesn't feel right for a very valid and genuine reason. So, you know, check in with yourself on that. Okay. But I feel like even though there honestly are some bad apples in the bunch, because a lot of us are hurt, and when we are hurt, we hurt others through acts of manipulation, through acts of abuse that are not acceptable. Um, I still think that there is a, there's so much beauty in the world, and there's so many good people in the world. I, I, I'll say I have to believe that. That's, I'm choosing to live that way because that's one of the ways that I can kind of be open and allowing and, and being able to allow good in. So, um, but again, you know, we have a spirit of discernment for a reason. But in this specific episode, we're not talking about the, the rotten apples of the bunch. We're just talking about genuine, solid people that are offering genuine, solid acts of kindness. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure I made that clear. So I just wanted to give you two thoughts. Actually, three thoughts. My bad. <clears throat> Excuse me. Three of my thoughts that may help you to kind of shift your your perspective a little bit, okay? So the first thing that I would say, and these are things that, as I'm telling you, these are things that I'm telling myself as well because I've had to think this through, right? So the first thing that I would say, and these are in no particular order, but one thing that I do is I, I've come to a place where I'm able to, to understand what's really at play here. Like, what's really going on behind the scenes? Um, I feel like all actions that we take or, you know, the actions we decide not to take, like, they're triggered by a thought or, like, an emotion. Um, it's like a memory or experience has happened so many times. Or I guess maybe sometimes, oh, maybe all it takes is one time. But I think that this this thing has happened or been said to you or done to you just enough times, whether it be one time, ten times, fifty times, where now you're on a track where you're viewing help or gifts as like, it's like a huge like red flag. Like every act of kindness is like a huge red flag. It's like a no-no for you, right? So the next time you have that automatic like, like that gut reaction to either like not ask for help, <clears throat> excuse me, not be willing to accept help. Like, you know, someone's like, um, hey, Bree, um, let me help you carry those groceries to your house. And you're just automatically like, nope, <laughs> nope, I got it. And you're struggling to carry like, you know how you try to carry like 17 bags from your car to your front door because you don't want to take a second or third trip. Yeah, I do that. I, I, I try to do that. But it's like someone's, you know, your neighbor's walking by and they're like, hey, Bree, um, hey, let me help you with that real quick. And you're like, nope, <laughs> like automatic just... I got it. I'm good. Like, no, thank you. I'm good. Like, why? Why is that? Why won't I <clears throat> or why won't we receive that help? Like, why is the automatic, like, reaction? Like, just nope. You, like, shut it down before they even have a solid chance to even get the question out of their mouth. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? So, um, like, the next time you have that automatic gut reaction to either, like, shut them down or not ask for help or not receive that compliment or that gift, like, you know, ask yourself, where is that 
reaction where does that come from where 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 does that stem from and just allow yourself to be curious about it and do some exploring and then if you can possibly like like challenge it so again for example if someone's like hey Bree you look amazing in that pink sweater and then like I will automatically be thinking like or or if I'll say like no I look terrible in this <laughs> like why am I shunning this person's kindness they probably were feeling really good and they're like oh my gosh she looks amazing let me just tell her how good she looks because it makes them feel good and then they say something and you're just like no I look fat I look terrible my eye this this isn't a really a good color on me it's like dude do some more digging into that don't just let it stop there like allow yourself a moment to just be a little more self-aware and just kind of get below the surface as much as you can to figure out like where does that come from um in some cases like for example with the shutting down that compliment maybe it's because a parent or a loved one or a teacher or someone that had a really strong um part of your like your developmental stage like they were like oh you're you're you were fat as a kid and they just told you you know how fat they always talked about how fat you were like how much you eat how much how fat you were and it made you uncomfortable you know, in your own body or in your own skin. Or maybe when you were young, like, people told you you were just too dark, right? And so you felt uncomfortable wearing that red lipstick and someone said how beautiful it made you look. And automatically you're like, I know you're lying because I'm, my skin is way too dark to wear a shade like this, which is not facts, by the way. That's lies, <laughs> okay? Um, but the point is the reaction comes from somewhere rooted in the notion that you are not worthy enough and that's a whole lie okay um the second thing that I would say I happened to stumble upon a quote by Renee Brown and I want to read it to you okay so the quote goes um until we can receive with an open heart we're never really giving with an open heart when we attach judgment to receiving help we knowingly or unknowingly attach judgment to giving help I'm going to repeat that one more time. And again, this is by the author and speaker, Brene Brown. And she says, until we can receive with an open heart, we're never really giving with an open heart. When we attach judgment to receiving help, we knowingly or unknowingly attach judgment to giving help. And man, did that strike a chord because I definitely am a giver, right? And I'm, and I'm taking this as how you give is how you receive and vice versa. So first of all, what is an open heart? To me, an open heart is one that allows you to be vulnerable. It allows you to receive love. It allows you to accept help. It allows you to um, receive compassion. And also it's one that it just remains, it, it, it's allowing itself to be optimistic or to be hopeful that there is still a lot of genuine people in the world so you you're kind of putting yourself out there you're allowing yourself to be put out there because you still are clinging to the hope that there are like amazing people out there not just those bad apples that we were kind of talking about a moment ago right and you do all of this without judgment or criticism which allows you in turn to give to others in the same way and i'm gonna tell y'all in recent years i have really had to ask god like <laughs> to like soften my heart because 
I just felt like it was being hardened. And, and I'm going to tell you that guarded, being guarded all the time, do you know how much energy it takes to be hardened? How much energy it takes to be, to like be guarded, to have your guard, excuse me, to have your heart guarded and to be guarded. It takes, it requires a lot of energy to be kind of shut down. And I'm speaking from experience. And if you know, you know. So I've had to 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 really have these heart to heart, ironically, right? Heart to heart conversations with God and be like, man, I don't want to have like a hardened heart. Please help me to soften my heart. Because it was so draining and so hurtful to always kind of be in that that mode of not of attack, but just having your walls up all the time. And it would just, and just to be cut off from, from people and situations that could have helped you to kind of bloom and thrive and feel amazing in, in situations that celebrated you. It is risky. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it is risky, but Man, the chance to have an open heart, I feel like it's worth the risk. That's how I feel right now. I feel like it's worth the risk to just allow yourself to be open to amazing experiences. And so, again, I am definitely a giver. And I realized that, you know, I had to put myself in a, in a vulnerable situation so that it would help me to be more of a genuine, happy, joyful giver because that's how I want to give. That's how I want to show up in the world. But that quote just kind of hit the nail on the head that I can't genuinely, uh, like a million percent, be that person if I can't also be able to be the person that receives in that way. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, and again, it's, it's something that I still pray about and I've seen some amazing progress. Y'all, I've seen so much progress in the last few years since I've like really taken a hard approach or I should say, uh, a more accepting and gentle approach, um, to just being intentional about my self care. Okay. So then the third thing, <clears throat> excuse me, the third thing that I kind of wanted to mention was that. Allowing others to help you and uplift you and celebrate you and love on you. Um, it's not only a way for you to experience more joy and peace in your life, but it's also, it's a huge, <laughs> I cannot highlight, underline, and stress this enough. It's, again, a way to, you know, bring more joy and peace into your life, but it's also like a huge act of resistance against this harmful, disgusting, gross, ugly, backwards, racist, oppressive narrative that black women aren't worthy or deserving of kindness or help. Okay? It's a huge, like a huge way to fight back against that. It's a huge act of resistance to that narrative. Like, black women are allowed to not only have times when, like, we, you know, we go out there and we're like conquering the world and we're kicking butt and taking names. Yeah, we can do that. We got that in the bag. You know what I'm saying? But we are allowed to have balance in our lives. We don't always have to have on the superwoman cape. 
and it should not be expected of us either but I'm just saying like you're allowed to to have balance in your life and to be able to raise your hand like you we should be able to raise our hand at any time and say yes I need help or thank you so much for supporting me or thank you for celebrating me or thank you for showing kindness during a time where I just really needed someone to lean on um, today because I just I just needed that we're we're allowed to do both even though society says that we're not and we're expected to just like pick up the mantle or take charge of every situation we can do all the things we just you know we're not allowed to according to the world just be easy be still be soft I'm telling you like if you need permission I'm giving you permission today sis that yes indeed you can go out and conquer the world in the morning and come home at night and 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 need all the things and you're worthy of of saying you know what I don't have this under control I need help or I need someone to just uplift me I feel like we're always doing the uplifting we're always doing the work you know I'm just calling it how I see it but I want you to invite more opportunities for other people to celebrate you and to honor you and to uplift you, right? Without you or me just like putting up that red stop sign and pumping the brakes and saying, no, 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 I don't need that. No, 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 that's not true. No, 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 you know, I'm not, I, I can't accept that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I'm going to say it one more time. Yes, you can. And you're worthy of that. You are enough, so much enough that you are worthy of other people genuinely just wanting to pour into you because you are so incredibly amazing. I can't say that enough. I can't stress that enough, okay? So, um, yeah, those are my three thoughts. And hopefully they brought you just a little more clarity on parts and areas of your life where you're, you may just be a little hardened or not able to kind of drop your guard and allow others to pour into you the way that you genuinely deserve. I hope that you'll be able to in 2021 and beyond, you know, dig into that a little bit more so that we can just work to release and be vulnerable during times when we really need it which will in turn allow us to accept the kindness and and goodness from others Whew, I feel like I just had a therapy session I don't know if you feel that way as well but I certainly do uh, so with that said I just want to thank you so much for um, listening to this episode of the brown girl self-care podcast if you are able I always forget to do this I always forget to say this and ask this but I'm I'm asking if you find that this podcast is one that helps you brings you a sense of just empowerment I would love for you to rate this on iTunes with five stars and leave a comment if you can because when you do this I notice that it helps to push this this show excuse me into the um, iTunes algorithm just a little bit more and that way the message can be spread to other black women that are also looking to level up in 2021. 
So with that said, again, thank you so much for listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I will see you next Monday with another episode. In the meantime, be blessed, have an amazing week, and continue to be intentional about your self-care. Talk to you soon.